Welcome to today's episode of Watchful with Bethy Hernandez and Sophia Ritter. Two cousins talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today, we're discussing Little Women. <sighs> Bethy, it's kind of been a big week for our podcast. It really has been. We had our biggest episode to date was Anthony last week, and it's only been up for like five days. So that's I'm really exciting. I'm so excited about that. I'm just so happy with how we were able to reach that Anthony community and yeah. how willing they were to accept us. And if we have new yeah. listeners from that, welcome. We're so glad you came. We also got a microphone, and so we're no longer recording on an iPhone. So probably our sound will be a lot hopefully, better. Hopefully I did everything right. I was always really worried we were going to get some, like, review that said our sound quality was horrible. Like, I hope, <laughs> especially because I'm a journalism major, and we're always getting lectured to never use our phones, yeah. ever. And every time they did, I was just thinking, man, crap, do people think our podcast is horrible? <laughs> the content is what matters for right? the most part, right? I want to make sure we had substantial content before we invested in it, and I feel mm-hmm. like we've grown enough. We finally That grown. it was worth the investment, plus it was my birthday, so... so anyway this week we're talking about little women yes i'm so excited this movie has actually gained a lot of popularity more Mm -hmm. than i thought and it's nominated for six oscars is that uh one two three four yeah six which is pretty amazing it is pretty amazing but there is one category it didn't get directed for that i am very passionately mad about Mm -hmm. and that is best director a lot of people said it didn't get that because they didn't think it looked good, but bullcrap. I think the blocking is amazing, yeah. especially with such a large ensemble cast. The way they use color is amazing. Everything about it was so thought out and intricate that there is no reason, in my opinion, that this shouldn't have been nominated. Especially because oh. a lot of the other people, they just seem like they're traditional old big names. Yeah. And that's the reason they keep getting nominated again and again. And that just gets boring and I don't think they realize that that's not what we want to see the same old people being nominated mm-hmm. and people like Greta Gerwin is that her name Gerwig yes Gerwig. she really I feel deserves it for this movie she really does at least a nomination if not I think one. she definitely deserves adapted screenplay and yeah. that and she is nominated she for is that nominated. thankfully I will be really happy if she gets that it's one of my favorite adapted screenplays because she really take you can tell she loves the text and that's the best adapted screenplays yeah. is when they fully love it and they try to get everything out of it they can and more yeah and she definitely accomplished that in my opinion I also think both actors actresses that are nominated deserve it oh for sure because they both brought such unique things the roles that we've seen these roles so many times and for them Mm -hmm. to still be different is really notable they made them similar enough that it's recognizable character traits but they made them different enough that it's interesting and fun to watch and you fall in love with them for a full new reason then you have another addition exactly so before we talk any more about little women we're gonna get to our media pick of the week yes and so bethy do you want to share what your favorite media of the week was sure um actually last night I saw this really late with my dad um 1917 it blew me away it was amazing but I'm not going to talk about it too much because I think we've decided that we're going to talk about it next week all I have to say for now is that if you haven't seen it go see it and the movie speaks for itself it is like cinematically just beautiful the acting's incredible 
I 100% agree with that. It's one of those movies you really should get out and see in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think, because it's one of those movies, I don't, I don't want to get into next week too much, but I think it's beyond the best the first time you see it. It really, yeah. And I think you have to be in that full enclosed movie theater Experience. to get everything out of that cinematically that you need to. that movie, a lot of it feels like you're in exactly. a situation. You you're feel along like, for it. Yeah, you're along for the ride. Yes. So, on a very different note, you had a, like, kind of depressing war drama. My pick of the week is Dairy Girls. Have you ever I heard of this? I love that show. Oh, good. I oh love this gosh. show. I can't understand their accents sometimes, so I turn on yes. subtitles, but I love it. <laughs> they talk so fast. But if you don't know what it is, it's a comedy that is on Netflix, and it's these Irish girls who are really kind of trashy, and it's set in the 1990s <laughs> when they had all the... W- the religious wars going on right yeah. then and it's about that but it's also just about these just comedy truly yeah. idiotic hilarious girls and it's one of the few shows that i will belly laugh the full way through i i knew the lo- new season came out a long time ago on netflix but we just kept like pushing it back and forgetting about it and so i finally got to it i'm very glad that i saved it because now i'm really happy watching it almost done yeah it's such a good light-hearted show to watch if you ever need a laugh the only thing I'm sad about is there's only six episodes per season. I know. It's, it goes by so fast. It's easy to binge watch. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, 20 minutes. Might as well. Exactly. So now do you want to get into the beef of it? Oh, yes. Little Are we Women. ready for this? Well, we'll have spoilers for Little Women, but also Little Women's been around for a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> if you haven't seen Little Women, um, I feel like, I don't know, why would you be listening to this a little bit? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, there's spoilers, but the book's like 150 years old, so mm-hmm. you're fine. I thought we could start off by just talking about our connections with Little Women in mm-hmm. the past and how we saw this movie. I know that we both saw it together with all of our aunts on Christmas. It was and adorable. It was really just fun. It's a giant group of girls. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure almost all of us had read the book, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, wait, have you read it? Yes, but it's just like Anne with an E that it was a very long, long time ago. But we all had a connection to it. And I've always loved this book. I've always had a connection to it. So it was a really great family movie. Yeah, it was definitely, it's one of the best movies to go out and see with a big group of your girl family. You yeah. Know? I think I read it when I was like five. Like my mom read it to me. Because I remember, mm-hmm. I think, you know how it's been, it's one book, but it's been split up into two a lot. Yeah. I don't think I ever read the second book. I know it's not quite a second book. Because mm-hmm. I think I only remember parts of them being young. Yeah. The parts where they're young are more for, like, little kids yeah. to enjoy. And when it gets older, it does get more dramatic and complicated. Yeah. So, but I do remember Beth dying, so maybe not. Oh, no. But... Also, we there was one movie, I think it was like the 1990 version. Yeah, yeah. I saw that a lot growing up, and I loved that movie growing up. Mm-hmm. I really want to rewatch it and see how it holds up, mm-hmm. especially after doing all the research for this episode and just thinking about all the memories that was bringing back to me. Like, I really need to check that out again. Yeah. I've never seen it. It looks like <gasps> Grandma's though. House for a while. Yeah, we never picked it up. We like watched it, but you watched the Jack Frost or Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep, <laughs> the three movies our grandma had. Oh, another thing I wanted to say about our relationship with it: people have always said that our like cousin group 
<laughs> I was kind of reminiscent of the little yeah. woman, and we always thought that was the world's biggest compliment. And I really do think that kind of holds up, it though. It is the world's biggest compliment. Because there's a group of the four of us girls, you mm-hmm. know. And we've always just, we put on stupid plays in our basement. True. We've always dreamed of, I'm going to be the actor or the painter. Yeah, we always told each other, you'll be in Hollywood one day. Exactly. And you'll be in New York painting or something like that. Like, there was always the clear roles, too. Like, mm-hmm. I was the director, uh-huh. basically, because I didn't want to act. And then, like, everyone... I was the main role. Yes, you were the main role, which made Abby, or my sister, very mad at me. Yeah. So just, I've always related to the story because it really does reflect how the relationships I've had with my siblings and cousins. Yeah. And literally every single character in this story I relate to in a different way. Exactly. Some more than others, but I've always related to Joe a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And... I think everyone relates to Joe a lot. But also, I've related to Beth, partly. Not because my <laughs> name is also Beth or Bethy or Yeah. But I always loved her character, her reserved little side story, which was always so... She was always just so beautiful. She was. I do and love Beth. I, her character is just... I don't know. It's, it's almost the driving force of the story without her being a main part in it. Yeah, really I, I definitely agree with that. Because her story... Her, she's almost there for... The story to move along. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all we want to say about just our past experiences seeing Little Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say that we saw this movie on Christmas. So, so it's been a while. If we don't remember some plot points, forgive us because <laughs> it was a long time ago. So do you want to just get into the characters now? Yeah. Um, before we get into the characters, I think we've talked we've touched on this a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's really important that we give credit to. Uh, Louisa May Alcott and oh, that's true. the director and writer because they did they did a really good job, both of them, of developing these characters and um, Greta did a good job of continuing to develop these characters in a way that fit the story. Yes, I definitely agree that they both deserve a huge shout out. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a different podcast today about Little Women and they are talking about how the character of Joe has really made so many other characters in YA have come from that yeah. stereotype and because we almost seem worn out by Joe's like stereo like her role character now because so many young adult novels have the exact character of Joe. she was the original one to exactly push those boundaries so definitely credit to them because and especially you can really tell she, I know I already said this but you can tell she loves the she text loves, she drew from she paid attention to every detail of the characters there's so many good lines that she made sure she kept yeah and i it's exactly how i imagine the character and she just understands the characters in ways that so many people have looked past yeah. that we never thought of as that way and we'll get into that more later mm-hmm. but she really helped us even though they're the same characters we really see them in a different light in this exactly. movie so now do you want to start with Joe? Yes. Who is played by um Sersha Roman? Yes. I really do love this actor, so I'm sorry if I just butchered her. She is an amazing actress. Have you seen Ladybird? I no. I feel like giving you homework because it's the same director. It's a very similar story. It's a coming of age story. Yeah. And it's freaking amazing. And mm-hmm. so going into this movie, I was kind of pumped because I knew she was in it and I knew it was the same director and Lady Bird is basically a high schooler who's about to go to college Mm -hmm. and 
all she wants in life is to get out. And that's the full movie is about her wanting to leave her hometown. Yeah. And I won't give away the ending, but it's really good. It sounds good. And she's one of those people that she's very, has a very distinct style of acting and a very distinct way she says everything. But yet every role seems completely different to me. Yeah. In a way you don't just look at her as like one of the big main actors who seem like to play the same thing and everything. Yeah. I can't speak much on that since I haven't seen her or anything else, but she is phenomenal. She is freaking phenomenal. Let's just talk about her character arc. Yes. Of her refusing to marry Mm -hmm. and just how she felt like she had to either pick being this independent woman who stood for herself at the cost of kind of being lonely and then get married and then never really make a life for yourself. Yeah, exactly. The whole plot of her is basically love versus independence and she sees no in-between. Exactly. And honestly, this is one of the reasons I relate to her because sometimes you get so stuck in these thoughts and feelings that you are fine on your own. You don't need anyone Mm -hmm. and that people will bring you down. But that's not necessarily always the case. And I like when she realizes, I love the line where she says, but I'm lonely. That monologue is... Definitely one of the best parts of the movie. And I like how you thought of it not just as a romantic thing, how no. she won't let anyone else really yeah, influence her. she won't, except for maybe Beth. And yeah. maybe as part of the reason she's so closed off is because Beth died and now she doesn't want to open her heart to more people. Honestly, part of Beth dying also mm-hmm. woke her up a little bit to that. To that she might she does have a story to tell and that's what she would want. Yeah. Speaking on Beth, in the movie it does a really good job of portraying a relationship between Beth and Joe that I mm-hmm. hadn't really noticed that much. Yeah. Before. It's there in the book, but they reinforce it in the movie and it, it's really beautiful how they do that. Especially the scene on the beach with yes. Beth being very accepting of what was happening oh, to her. Yeah. And Joe just only seeing that it wasn't really fair. Mm-hmm. Joe is all about what's not fair and what mm-hmm. is. And she's a lot like um, Anne's character we've been she discussing is. last week in a way. Especially how she leads with her emotions and her feelings mm-hmm. before she stops and thinks about the consequences sometimes. Yeah. And she just, she's very clear. Well, at least she thinks she's very clear on what she wants. But really, she has no idea what she wants. Yeah. I do love the arc of her discovering what she is trying to achieve and how she can love people. And it's beautiful. Exactly. I keep saying that, but it really is. It is, though. And her relationship with Lori, you see her not ever allowing herself to open up to him, even though she spends so much time with him and Mm -hmm. he follows her around like a puppy. Yeah. And she just kind of lets him and never you know, thinks that much about it. And the scenes with her and her and Lori are so beautifully done and remarkable. And then you're led to think the classic thing of she should fall in love with Mary, Lori. Mm -hmm. And, but there is such a freeing moment when she doesn't marry him. Yeah. You're like, you don't have to marry the guy you feel like you have to marry. You can go and do whatever the heck you need to do. I really never thought about that that much in the book. Mm-hmm. When I was reading it, I was just disappointed that yeah. she didn't marry Lori. I was like, no, that's the obvious choice. But now when I saw it again on screen, it made me realize what you were talking about. It's her choice, even though it's not the society's idea of 
women should get together with this guy you've already seen them get like mm-hmm. as being with they're not just a match they're individual people that have to have that might not be compatible with each other and they really explore that idea yes and we're so programmed to believe that the person she should like when we consume media we're just so think she should marry him because they're cute together Mm -hmm. and so when you're watching it you do feel frustrated but when you reflect on it it makes a lot more sense it is honestly kind of weird how he has then a relationship with amy but yeah we'll talk about that in a little bit when we talk about lori yeah also her writing so i didn't get this when i watched the movie but Mm -hmm. her pitching the book was supposed to be the actual offer of little women pitching the book and i didn't realize that when i watched the movie Mm -hmm. and then joe is a full another character basically yeah and i don't know how did you feel about that i liked it at first it was kind of confusing but i think what they were trying to portray was how uh louisa alcott was so similar to joe Mm -hmm. and how she really wrote joe after her own self yeah which i really liked that touch to it because at the same time it taught you a little bit of history behind the author and women writers in the time which the book doesn't obviously touch on because it is the work of art that we're reading but the movie touches on the whole concept of women involved with arts and culture in that time yeah exactly yeah, just that full conversation between her and the publisher yeah. really just shows what it's like still for a woman trying to get something made. Exactly. Because they just see a cookie cutter version of what they want out of something. And I'm sure men and women both have the same problem. And just her just sitting there like, yep, this is just how it works, kind of being like, okay, really? But still yeah. kind of accepting it because she knows that's the only way she can really get anything done Which and is made. sad, but it works for her. Yeah, so. but the mo- the small moments where she still gets a little bit of she what she wants. triumphs. Like her keeping her copyright. Mm-hmm. Especially because we know that the book sold out really fast and it ended up being really good for yeah. her. So now I think we've said quite a bit on Joe. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move on to Amy? Sure. Which... Amy, you traditionally hate in every version of Little Woman. Yeah, you really do. Except this version gives her a lot more substance in the movie. It gives her a lot more likability. I really feel like she was just fully reincarnated. She was. And, this, and she's still the same character, mm-hmm. but we see her for so much more than she, we've ever seen her for. Yeah. Because normally she's that whiny character that steals Lori, steals the trip yeah and just seems petty and doesn't care about anything and then now we see how much of her actions are really to help her family and Mm -hmm. how those were she really felt that was her only options yeah and she didn't even want to do them she was just trying to help others and you never really saw that before you just thought she was petty because she wanted to marry rich yeah and oftentimes no one is one-sided there's not one dimension to a person Like, how Amy isn't just this whiny little girl who wants everything. And I think the movie shows the other side of her. And I think the book does as well. But again, something about seeing something on screen really enhances that. And I like how you can see that she is really ambitious, which is a good quality. And 
she really cares about her family, clearly. And money and marriage as an like economic proposition was a really big deal during this time. It, it really and it was. was all it was so important to a woman that they married the right person because it determined their livelihood. So I understand where she's coming from. And her monologue where she's saying why she has to marry rich and why mm-hmm. she doesn't have a choice and why marriage really has to be a financial decision for her. Mm-hmm. That is the moment you truly see her character and you truly mm-hmm. get it. And before you never did. Also just her being a creator as a woman, because this full movie talks about being a creator as a woman. I know, yeah. And she has a line that says she wants to be great or nothing. Or nothing. Because a lot of times we feel like we don't get a second chance when we mess up. Mm -hmm. That can be it. You know what I mean? We're not given those second tries always. And that, I just felt like that line was reflecting that mentality a little bit. Yeah. And that's especially true for artists. Mm -hmm. You a lot of times you have to be great or nothing. Exactly. Artists in general, like Joe and Beth, who plays piano, I like how they're all involved with the arts, like you mentioned. And all in their very different ways. Ways, yeah. So is there anything else we should touch on Amy? Are we good to move on to Meg? I think we'll touch on Amy more when we talk about Lori anyways. That's true. So, yeah, let's go into Meg. So Meg is played by Emma Watson. Yes. And this is the one character I didn't really care for in this movie adaptation. They made her character unimportant, and Mm -hmm. she always kind of has been in the books, like, to be honest. Yeah. But I do like that she just wants a classic marriage, and I like the idea of Joe not understanding that. Yes. And I love the line of, my dreams can be important even though they're different. Different And they're both, you know, they both are good things if that's what you want. Exactly. And it really does depend on the person and what you want out of your life. And I didn't love some of the stuff they did with her marrying the teacher. Oh. Because she just seemed really petty when she was mad about the dress. She was upset that she didn't have enough things. Yeah. And she was kind of materialistic in the book in that way, where she uh-huh. had the same concept of the whole dress thing. But it definitely took away from her character. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought the way they did it just made her seem kind of whiny, I thought, in exactly. the movie. And I thought that, oh, well, she married for love. But then it basically showed that she hated it. And I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that was that well done yeah but we didn't get a whole lot of her character because it definitely focused more on joe and amy's stories than other renditions have Mm -hmm. and with that being said beth in this story was really there to supplement joe's arc yeah definitely and so what was your opinion on beth in this movie oh it's kind of just like jumping into a random thought i have Uh you're good but i like how she is the only one of the sisters who is completely satisfied with their life. Even oh, though right. she's sick and she, I think a lot of times with characters who are dying mm-hmm. or are going to die, they seem like they're dying. They seem like they know in a weird way. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that I think that's what Joe sees, that even Beth is satisfied with her decisions. And I don't know. I've never thought of it that way, but that is kind of beautiful how 
she is the only one who can be satisfied and she's the one who kind of has the worst off. Well, she yeah, does have the worst she off. She has the worst off. And she's also the least selfish of them all. Yeah. I've kind of forgot about this until now, but when she is the only one who goes over to deliver the poor family the food. Yeah. And they were the ones who were sick. That is the reason she died is because her siblings were too petty to go and help her and bring the food with them. Yeah. Or go instead. She said, oh, well, I guess I will. Sorry, I don't know where one, to go with that idea, but that's yeah, just what I, get what I you was mean, thinking though. the whole movie. The one thing is, I was a little confused with the age of her more than the other ones when they back, jumped back and yeah. forth. Because I think she was supposed to be quite a bit younger. Because mm-hmm. they had her like playing with a doll, but when they had her doing that, I was just like, is there something not right with her, you know what I mean? I think that it could just looked have odd. either been interpreted that she is... She's odd in some ways. Yeah. And I think the movie really highlights her kind of awkwardness and social awkwardness, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, that gives new light to her character if you look at it that way. Or it could just be interpreted as, why doesn't she look young enough if this was supposed to take place in the Yeah, I was a little confused. I'm like, wait, how young is she supposed to be when they showed the scene with the doll? Mm-hmm. Because they all kind of just looked like they were about 16 if you were being generous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're being generous but I do think it was done well and I do like how they just had this really important quiet character and also her relationship with the neighbor and playing oh, piano there I, I always loved that it was really sweet and he was so sad when she died and that made me really sad that was one of the saddest parts of the movie definitely especially how it mirrored his own daughter's death and oh yeah that was rough definitely cried in oh. that moment Another thing about Beth's whole death mm-hmm. is I really think it was important that they did the flash forwards and flashbacks for yeah. that scene. It did that work made really that well. scene really powerful. Or else it will just be like, Beth's dead. That Ex- happened. Especially because we all knew Beth was going to die. Mm-hmm. Because Little Woman is a very well-known story, obviously. Yeah. And so to make that moment still be impactful is kind of hard when you know exactly what's going to happen. But they really were able to pull it off with how they broke it up in the flashbacks from her being a sweet kid to dying. Yeah. Ooh, that was rough. (laughs) It was really rough. Especially how they're playing with your emotions, how in one earlier times she was just sick Mm -hmm. and she got better again. And then in what was happening currently, she wasn't getting better. And I like how they put them closer together than normally. Mm -hmm. Because normally you're just like, oh, she's good. She's not good. You know, it doesn't, I don't think it works that well. And I think how they put it together worked better. So now do you want to talk about Lori? Yes. So what... Should we just start with the full Amy thing? Because I know we both want to talk about it. Sure, and I know a lot of people are have been talking have about opinions this. Yeah. about it so people have very strong opinions about him marrying amy yes how do you personally feel about that i like the idea of him not ending up with joe mm-hmm. that whole idea is interesting to me but i do find it strange how quickly he is able to move on from joe and yeah. how quickly joe is to to elope with him and not discuss it with I mean Amy. I mean Amy to elope with him and not discuss it with Joe. Sorry. Yeah, I just think that's so it's so weird. It's one of those things that probably makes a lot more sense when the book was written. Yeah. Than it does now. 
because I like how they had Lori move on. And I like how he was still able to be happy despite his first love not pulling through. And I think that is important that they show that your first love isn't always everything. Yeah. But also, if my, if I broke up with a guy who I was dating kind of, you know, I had a complex relationship with throughout my entire adolescence. Mm -hmm. I went to Europe. I came back and my little sister was married to him. You'd be mad. That would not be okay. Yeah. Because it just, it's weird. (laughs) It's just weird. And I like the whole idea, concept of it in a certain way, Mm -hmm. though, because right from the beginning, Amy, it kind of is clear that she's always had a little, like, crush on him, but knew that he was all Joe's, but... That's true. She she did always always have a crush on him. And they did establish that. Yeah. Because some versions never even established that. Exactly. It just felt like he was settling. And it does Mm -hmm. seem like they actually do have a relationship. Yeah. And he isn't just marrying her because he can't marry Joe. It does feel like he did accept that he was mm-hmm. over that part of his life. And I think maybe in a way he wanted to save her from this having to marry a rich guy who doesn't care about her. Even oh, he definitely wanted to. It's not all about the love in the first place. Maybe he's thinking I am rich and I can provide for her, mm-hmm. but I necess- but I will treat her better than any other person will because I know her and I know their family. I do like how the idea of her having to marry just to support her family really repulsed him. Yeah. And how much he felt. But also the, I, the view that sometimes a man can mean his very best, but he simply doesn't get it. Doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the trouble that you can have just because of something as stupid as your sex. Exactly. Because he truly sees, well, why can't you just marry the person you want to marry? And mm-hmm. it's not that simple. Because for him it is. But... For him, he can marry anyone, rich or poor, because and, he's rich. And I guess it shows that he can marry Joe if he wants, or he can marry Amy. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Him. And him and Joe have really great chemistry together on they screen. really do especially that scene where they meet each other at the dance and they're that's my oh, favorite scene of the movie scene. and the way they're dancing it's so cute and like acting proper in front of the windows and then slowly caring less and less yeah it's just such a fun joyful scene and let me just say i love how the actor has portrayed Lori. oh yeah really really well done it's just exactly how i imagined him. exactly how i imagined him and i appreciate because in a podcast I listened to called Script Notes with the Author. If you haven't listened to that, it's really phenomenal. Yeah, it really is. Seriously, check that out. But she said something about how people, when she was making the movie, kept acting like it was weird how much she glamorized the shots of Lori. Mm -hmm. And then no one got it until she actually showed it to people. Yeah. And I found that really interesting because I never even considered that watching the movie because it just seemed organic and natural to me. Yeah. The way I see... The slow-mo shots Yeah, I didn't Lori. even notice that. Yeah. And because we do see that a lot in movies, but we don't see it... We see it the women. Way. Yeah, exactly. And I, she yeah. said something in that podcast, like, we've been putting glasses on women forever and calling them ugly, so mm-hmm. I want to make the professor attractive. Exactly. And I think it's great that... Attractive women get equally attractive men in this movie because everyone this cast is beautiful because it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood. Gorgeous people. Yeah. Anyway, is that basically all we need to say for Lori? I think so. Yeah. 
Um, is there any of the more minor characters you want to get into, or do you want to do more technical elements? I think we're good on the minor character side. Yeah. Um, besides, um, Joe's, like, who she ends up marrying. Uh, yeah, husband. Frederick. Is that his name? Yeah, if we wanted to touch on that a little bit. Because yeah. a lot of people find it kind of strange marriage in a way. I do think their relationship is cute. I like their relationship a lot, personally. I like how when they introduced it in the movie, I thought that was placed well. Yeah. And they I introduced it right in the beginning. Love the parallels we see between her and Lori and her and Frederick. Yeah. I don't know. I do think he is almost a better fit for her, though. He is. Because he's an intellectual like her. Yeah. He has the same things he values. And he pushes her to become more than she is. Meanwhile, Lori kind of just worships her. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. She pushes herself because of Frederick. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. I feel like they give us an example of that right from the beginning when he offers to help her and tells her that her writing isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. And she gets upset. Do you want to move into more like of the elements of the movie now that we discussed all the characters? Yeah, yeah. So let's first start out with the timeline, because that is the way this rendition mm -hmm. of Little Women obviously stands out the most. And when I first saw it, I this movie has definitely grown on me more and more the more I think about yeah, it. Yeah, same. And when I first saw it, I wasn't a huge fan. I liked how they jumped back and forth, but I thought some of it wasn't well done. But this has really grown on me the more I've thought about it. Yeah. The first thing I said to you when I got out of the theater was, Man, that was really good, but I didn't understand why they did the time jumping like that mm -hmm. and the scene changes like that. But upon listening to that podcast that you told me to, yeah, what was script, it? Notes. script notes, I did realize that it was very intentional and that it was very important for the story to be told the way it was. Exactly. And that, just listening to her talk about why she made the story the way it does, it makes you realize how much it did matter and you didn't realize it did. Yeah. How much more moments meant and were impactful because they were placed in that sequence. Exactly. Than when they were placed in the sequence we are all accustomed to seeing. And I saw something and I never noticed it. I thought it was cool. The past scenes are all filmed with warm colors yeah. for lighting. And the mm -hmm. future like present scenes are all colder tones. I noticed that. I thought that was a cool detail. I just noticed right off the bat when I was a little confused about what time mm -hmm. it was, I would notice, oh, everything looks more gray. Yeah. It's the present time for Joe. And I think because the writer has said that the past scenes are like a memory. Yeah. And so she remembers them warm and vivid. And so that they're actually warm makes so much sense when you learn the full reason of why everything was placed how it was. And it really fits the book. When you read the mm -hmm. book, the whole thing seems like a memory. It exactly. seems like a memory that you've had before. And so many people have reread it and read it to their kids. And for everyone, this book is almost in their memories. So I, I think that's really... Yeah. One last thing on the timeline. I do think it can be slightly confusing at times. Yeah. But in the end, I don't think it matters. Exactly. I think that people are perfectly capable of understanding it. Yeah. Even though it was confusing, it was worth it. Even though there's some moments where you take a second to take it in and what's going on when, yeah. you do 
you get the gist of it and it really you don't it doesn't matter because you really just need to know the characters for this story exactly one other thing i wanted to briefly touch on was costumes yeah this is nominated for best costumes for an oscar yeah i was looking at the other nominations for this Mm -hmm. and i definitely think that little women should win this category (laughs) it's just period pieces have gotten so much better than in the 90s and like before oh yeah when they just used to make them look so elegant all the time and just Mm -hmm. you want to fantasize about being them and these costumes really just they set the tone of the characters really well especially joe yeah they still make you like fantasize about the little woman rilled but they still look naturalistic and they don't look like a stage play also i think i read somewhere that she made sure that each character had a color associated with their outfits. Oh, that makes sense. So Joe often wore red, Amy often wore blue. Yeah, she did. That makes sense. I forget what Meg's was, and that's my yeah, been like a brownish color. And their hair was definitely a very one of the easiest ways for me to always tell. Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah. younger or they're older. Yeah, especially because you know, like people used to wear braids when they were younger, so they have to be younger now. Mm-hmm. And it really did make them look a lot younger. So we've already touched quite a bit on feminism. I just want to say, because I'm kind of making this more into a full section of our podcast every week mm-hmm. now. So when we do the section, we'll talk if it pa- passes the bachelor's test, which obviously it does. It does, Because yeah. the requirements of that test is if there's two women and do they have conversations with each other. <laughs> and I also think, well, addressing that, we should also say... Not only do they do that, but the relationships with the women are very important. Mm -hmm. They drive the story forward, and they're not focused on love. They're focused on the relationships, really, even though there is love. There's love. It's the relationships with each other. Exactly. And another thing on this, I like how their father isn't necessarily a major part in this movie. Mm -hmm. He doesn't take away from their relationship with each other. Didn't seem weird when he came back. I like, forgot about the father. It didn't seem like they were subdued. Like, their personalities yeah. were subdued. And I was very happy about that. Yeah, I love this. I do remember it now. Because when he says, my little woman, it's yeah. really cute. Because he's the only guy and he supports them so much. And it's really, like, he supports their interests. And it's just so cute. Yeah. I like how this movie doesn't just seem like a forced feminist movie. It We've really talked didn't. a lot about this on other episodes, too. It just felt like simply a story about a woman. And what it's like for that person to go through these struggles and to try to be creative yeah, and have love. And it just felt like a natural story about a person and it didn't feel like it was making a political statement. And we deserve stories that are just normal stories that we can relate to and not necessarily trying to force a statement instead just showing a statement and exactly you being able to interpret it the way you want to exactly just basic re- representing people in the ways they should be represented exactly not forcing oh man girl power even though that's important but it's we have that we if just you, want good stories if you see it in a story you feel that exactly you don't have that's to have more it explicitly stated it should just be shown how they actually are in the world, you mm-hmm. know? Their actual place and their actual struggles. Exactly. So is there anything else you want to do before we do closing? Or... I think that that's it. 
So, do you think this realistically has a shot at Best Picture? I don't think so. I was looking at the nominations, and I don't know what I think should win Best Picture. I don't either. either. I am rooting for this because I'm rooting for a lot of movies, honestly. Me too. Because I do like the story, and I do like what it represents. Mm -hmm. And I really would love to see this win. But I really don't think it has a chance. I don't either. Because there's there's it's, movies like The Irishman that mm-hmm. I haven't seen yet. But I feel like that one's going to steal the show. <sighs> and I've heard that it's boring and I don't really yeah. know if I should commit to watching it. Because it's three hours. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet either. And that's... I th- think that might, that and Parasite are the two I haven't yeah. seen. I think I'm going to watch it though just so I know more about the yeah. Oscars in general going into it. And form better opinions. But. I've heard some good things. I've heard some horrible things. So exactly. maybe I should actually give it a shot. We obviously think it's watchable, but why do you think people need to see it? And why do you think this remake matters? It's kind of a lot to throw at you. No, um, I think it's really important that people are seeing female stories like this. Mm-hmm. And Lisa May Alcott realized that way long ago. But it's important that this story keeps being shared and interpreted. There's been like three movies about it. And each time, I think it's interesting how each generation adds something to it. I feel like this movie speaks a lot to our generation, but while at the same time speaking a lot to the younger, to older generations. I think that everyone can enjoy this movie, and I think it's important that stories like this are being told. So, I don't think I can say it much better than that. That was really well said. I agree with you. It's great to bridge. It' one of those few movies that really is good for all audiences and all age groups. And so many people, this is my opinion on why it differentiates itself a little bit from other versions of Little Women. Mm -hmm. I feel like other versions were regarded only as a movie for girls. And this movie, so many more people are saying that they felt like they were related to the characters and they felt like there was a reason to watch the story so I feel like this movie definitely appeals to more and like you said it is a movie that represents a lot of the things our generation feels right now Mm -hmm. while still keeping it the 1980s story 1880s story sorry it's just showing how these concepts carry on throughout history and I just like that we can keep growing on these things yeah yeah so next week we're going to do 1917 and we already spoke a little bit on it Mm -hmm. because that's also nominated for best picture so we both have seen it and we both have loved it and so if you're on the edge of seeing it or not go see it in a movie theater get that experience (laughs) and it is a hard to watch movie but it is one of the movies that you should watch despite it being a hard to watch movie it will take a minute for you to process everything and you'll probably be thinking about it for the next week but it's so worth it it's one of those movies that you kind of need like an hour afterwards before you can even start talking about it yeah because your brain is like thinking of everything you just went through and you're like i just gotta comprehend everything yeah before i can even start to discuss it so if you are interested in hearing our thoughts of 1917, you can tune into us next week. And thanks for listening to this episode of Watchable. This podcast is edited by Sophia. Our music is from purpleplanet.com and our graphic is by Maria Hernandez. If you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcast. It really helps us out.
have an idea on what we should review next, send a message on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, at, or Tumblr at Watchful Media. Join us next time when we discuss 1917. Now go enjoy your day. <laughs>